0: Checking in with Kevin Cochran, who uh, has been uh, thinking nothing but muskies for the last few months. Now, of course, uh, as school is starting, he's got to divide his loyalties. But uh, I'm sure you're still going to find a few days to get out on the water. I
1: do. You know, like right now, um, I'll do uh, typically like three days a week after school. um, And then, of course, Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Around a full moon, I'll try to be, uh, you know, more... I'll try to spend more time on the water and, and kind of focus in on night fishing. Um, but not too late because I do have a job (laughs) Uh, the, uh, the following morning. So, um, musky action, it's been good. You know, we're we're just coming off of a full moon and the night bite of course around a full moon has been, has been really consistent. Um, you know, uh, we've gotten some fish at night here recently and, um, you know, I've, I've been off the, the water for two days, and now I go back on for four days straight. Um, so, I, you know, I'm expecting you know fish to be shallow. They were they were just starting to push up shallow here um, the last uh, the last uh, the week. So, um, you know, you look for fish in sand flats and rocks, and and look for them to be fairly shallow and anywhere from. Two feet of water to, you know, six feet of water. So that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm okay. Fishing a lot of shallow sand flats. Uh, you know, and if I don't see them up on top of the sand flats, I'll, I'll check uh, the, the first immediate break line. Um, but I'm really concentrating on um, break lines right next to shallow rocks and shallow sand flats. Uh, you know, this time of year, weeds, weeds, they don't really uh, play a, a lot in what I do. Um, I do fish, you know, some lakes. I fish them differently. However, uh, you no know, weeds right now on cast lake, I don't really care about fishing uh, any type of uh, weedy structure. Um, I'm on sand flats and I'm on rocks, um, and that's kind of what I do. And, and, I, and I get a lot of questions all the time uh, regarding the sand flat fishing, and people say, well, you know, there's miles of sand flats out there. Where do you even start? I mean, there's sand flats. There's a sand flat from Star to Cedar Island and from Cedar to the east side of the lake, the shoreline. Um, there's sand flats everywhere. Uh, Cass Lake is uh, just more like one big sand flat, in my opinion. Um, I get a lot of questions like, where do you start? How do you pick them apart? What do you do? And, and I just say, you know, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for... Um, discrepancies in those sand flats. So what I look for is I look for little, subtle depth changes. So um, a lot of what I do is I'll, I'll fish uh, sand flats that have a break line on them. And, and that break line may not be something that you immediately see with your eyes, um, but you can see it with your with your depth finder. So if I'm fishing sand flats, I'm, I'm up on top, I'm looking for um, uh, like a break line from like like three and a half to like five feet or four feet to six feet or, you know, I'm looking for something really subtle like that. And, you know, when typically when I, when I see that, I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of an oddity. There's a small, uh, brake line that runs here on top of the sand flat. And, you know, and if you fish it enough, you'll start to pick out some areas on top of those sand flats that hold the fish. So, um, I'm a September I'm, I'm a shallow water fisherman as a lot of local musky guys you know they they um they're fishing shallow as well. Um I do spend the majority of my September in less than 8 feet. So okay. I would say that that like I mean <laughs> even like a couple feet of water too sometimes um uh and it's casting to shore, you know, and just a few feet of water and it, it almost seems like you're bass fishing. Um you know, that's kind of where I'm honing in on uh, shallow sand flats, and then, of course, rock piles, too. Uh,
0: just the vibe I've gotten, not not well from musky guys, too, but overall fishing this year, outside of the walleye bite and Bemidji define a lot of odds, it's been like, I've asked people, what what are you going to give it a grade for the year? And they're going like, uh, about a B. Is that what you're feeling like? Sure.
1: Uh, you know, for me, I've, I've been on cast a lot. I've... I've Probably spent more time out there than than I have in the previous five or six years, um, just because you know I I uh, okay so Cass Lake it uh, it has rusties in it, rusty crayfish and over the last three or four years the Rusties have basically decimated all of the weed weed uh, um, the cabbage beds uh, the weedy areas in that entire lake um, outside of Allen's Bay so. You know, and it took me it took me honestly it took me maybe three years to kind of figure out where all the fish went <laughs> um, obviously the the fish are still there uh however, I'm fishing the lake um entirely differently i'm I'm doing things that I've never done before out there and uh and I think just me kind of going outside my comfort zone and and fishing differently um is the only reason that that i'm able to catch fish um i can't fish how i did last year i can't fish how i did two years ago let alone 10 years ago out there so uh for me i just had to adapt and overcome um just certain certain boundaries that that i had in my my own mind uh, so uh, you know with that being said i, I give this season so far i, I give it an A. I mean oh. it's it's been an an incredible season for uh, for me in catching fish. Um, I, I stayed off of stock lakes, um, you know, the uh, Bemidji and net. I didn't put a lot of time in in those two lakes this year. So I've I've been on Cass and um, and if I'm not there, I I'm I guess I would be on Bemidji or Planet, but my time out there has been very limited. Okay. Cass Lake is. I would say it's taking about ninety percent of my time, so for sure, without a doubt, um, you know, I'd, I'd have to give it an A.
0: Man, you you got to adapt your fishing speech into a life speech. Getting out of your comfort zone—that's that's, that's <laughs> good advice in general.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, if you're when it, when it comes down to it, I'm I'm taking people that are paying me um, money to catch a fish or to learn certain things. Well. And if I'm not catching fish, I have to figure out what I can do to catch fish and what I can do. More importantly, to uh, put my clients on those fish. So um, I had to basically just just change um, my strategies. I don't I don't fish like I did last year out there, Mm -hmm. and and you know just doing what I'm doing, it's really paying off. I've I've uh, put a lot of fish in the boat this year and. Um, I've I've been fortunate to put a lot of clients on on some fish. So uh, you have if you and like I said, if you're not seeing results or, or success, if you're having a tough season, um, you know I, I don't want to like promote my business, but um, and it goes with, with any with anything. Find somebody that's an expert, pick their brain, and just try to see what they're doing differently that. That you in you know, in comparison to yourself. So I, I think just that in general, um, um, yeah, just uh, finding something different to do and and different strategies and yeah, you definitely have to adapt and hopefully overcome. It.
0: I've got a lot more questions for Muskie Maven Kevin Cochran, but up next we're going to find out about the hot Lake of the Woods walleye bite from Jeff Gustafson. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Picking up where I left off with Jeff Gussie Gustafson from yesterday. Gussie, let's touch on those walleyes up there. Um, You're saying the bite is getting very good again. What are they biting on?
2: This week, it was all main lake structure, uh, humps and, and points, and, and kind of shallow, too. Uh, a lot of, you know, 20 to 24 feet, and we're just using, you know, I was guiding some folks, uh, and so we're using fireball jigs and a, and a minnow for the most part. Leeches work awesome still, but they're sort of, they're getting a little harder to come by up here. Um, but just a j- jig and minnow, I use the jig and uh, a three-inch impulse smelt minnow um, and just fish that a little more aggressively on the bottom. If you're using plastics, you can, you know, I always keep it moving a little bit more. You don't want the walleyes to inspect the, the bait as much, um, but uh, but pretty simple. It, it was more mostly driving around, looking at your electronics, and just, you know, covering ground until you mark a lot of fish. If I was just seeing, like, two here, two there, I wouldn't stop until I, you know, would could find like ten or twenty yards of them like stacked up and then it was hmm. we're getting double and triple headers sort of one after the other and a lot of nice eater sized fish and then every once in a while you'd get a you'd get a big one. We never got any giants this week but caught quite a few in twenty five and twenty six inches and um pretty pretty fun.
0: Would you say you're in your quote fall bite or not quite yet?
2: No, not quite yet. I mean the water temperature is still, you know, around 70 degrees. Okay. Still fairly warm, but yeah. we had we certainly had our first cold snap this week and so it's uh it's it you know, things are starting to happen and fish are going to start moving a little bit, but we're still, you know, over the next couple weeks you can go on you come up to the Canadian side of this lake and you can pretty much any hump that, you know, has a bit of a bit of a flat or a shelf in that 20 to 30 foot range and you're going to find walleye. It's uh it's a great time of year to be out there doing that.
0: Well, I have heard um, on the on the US side, the Minnesota side of Lake of the Woods has been a spectacular year for walleye. Just never really shut down. Would you say the same thing's happening on your side? Yeah,
2: and and in fact, like the last the couple days that I fished this week were probably better Better than any any days I've had all year. Like it was it was really good. Um, you know, I'm talking catching a hundred. You could catch a hundred fish. We did sh- a couple shore launches, and you could catch a hundred fish before shore launch between the three or four people in the boat. Um, oh, wow. Really really good fishing. And uh, but I mean, it, it, you know, pretty much anybody you could come up as long as you had a jig and 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 minnow and a decent depth finder fish finder find these fish and throw a buoy out or throw a waypoint on them and get on top of them with a jig and you're going to, you're going to have a good time and be eating very well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What uh, is the, what's, is there a magic number when you see the surface temp is at this, that you know, okay, they're going to be crazy. The fall bite is definitely on. Um,
2: I mean, not, I don't go necessarily worry too much in the fall about, about water temperature. In the spring, especially with the bass like that 62 64 is kind of the magic number where they start spawning and that's a significant one for me but in the fall it's more just you know the colder as it gets colder generally the fishing gets better for everything and then it's, it's sort of odd like as you get later in september and into october you get those really nice warm days a lot of times the fishing will actually get tougher it's almost like it it sort of slows things down or gets a it's like getting a cold front in the summer. Um, but as we get into the fall, it just seems like the, as we get these little bit colder, little cold snaps, they seem to just sort of get things really kicking and moving in the right direction and fish want to eat. They know that they have this long winter coming up, I think, and it's time to put the feed bag on. Okay. But that, that's where I more so than just worried about, worrying about the water temperature, you know, I just sort of I like if I'm planning a three or four day outing, I like to see a little bit cooler weather, and you don't necessarily need the nasty wind or rain or any of that, but just a little bit cooler weather, and uh, and that's what I like over. You know, as we move over the next few weeks.
0: Okay, well, we got a long holiday weekend down here on the stateside. I need to, you got a holiday up there too?
2: Yeah, we do. Okay, we a holiday up here. And uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a busy weekend up on Lake of the Woods. Uh, we've got a big bass tournament, sorry, out of Sioux Narrows. Oh, okay. Um, sort of in the central part of the lake, Whitefish Bay area. So I'm going to be down there getting ready for that. And uh, I'm sure there'll be you know quite a, there's a few anglers from Bemidji area that come up and fish. So I'll uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing some of those guys. And it's uh, it's always a fun event on on Lake of the
0: Woods general idea regardless of lake this time of year for going out uh, walleye fishing and and bass fishing what do we need to have in our boat for both for both both species
2: both species you want to be thinking main lake main lake basin um and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to fish deep but i start to get out of those shallower bays get out of the back bays and get on the main lake structure that's where a lot of the big fish are going to start showing up, whether it's bass, pike, walleyes, muskies, everything. And uh, if it, you know, and, and also, a lot of these bass and walleyes, they're eating a lot of crayfish, especially up here throughout the summer. As we get into fall, and things start to cool down. That's going to switch more to a minnow-based diet. So I'm going to start using a lot more, you know, shad imitators and and minnow imitating baits that impulse smelt minnow They make a three inch and a four inch and they had a five inch that i like up here for for the bigger fish as well and and you, you know i use those baits a lot now over the next few weeks and rig them up on jig heads you can rig them up on a drop shot rig um you know a spill spinner jig you can catch fish on them a lot of different ways but that's the biggest thing i think is all these fish especially the bigger ones are going to start eating and looking to eat big big baits, bigger minnows and they want to get fat before winter hits.
0: Jeff Gussie sent our guest today. Uh, Gussie, if people want to keep tabs on everything you're up to, uh, what's the best way they can do that?
2: I'm on social media, Gussie Outdoors on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, and uh, I keep that, you know, it's just all fishing fishing content on there for me. And then I have a website, gustyoutdoors and I've been fishing so much over the last few months, I haven't been updating that as well as I should be. But uh, but look for a little update on that maybe over the weekend here. And um, yeah, I sort of keep keep everybody in the loop with with what's going on around around Lake of the Woods and everywhere that I'm that I'm traveling to fish. So,
0: all right, Jeff Gustafson. First of all, congratulations on the I Falls Championship. Congratulations on a great year. Uh, on the FLW, and good luck this weekend in the tournament. All
2: right. Thanks, guys, everyone. Hope everyone has a great long weekend and catches some big fish.
0: Up next, we head back to the States and talk more musky with Kevin Cochran. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. That's a big one. Welcome back. We're wrapping it up with Kevin Cochran as we get ready for a long weekend of fishing. Maybe musky fishing's on your docket this weekend. Let's pick up on the Cass Lake musky scene. I mean, I know a lot of changes on Cass due to the zebra mussels. It's a much clearer lake than it was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. How much is is that directly affecting muskies, and how much is it more affecting the fish that the muskies are going after? Um,
1: You know, the bait fish are still there, um, and the muskies are still there. I I would not say it's you know I don't know I'm I'm not really a biologist so I can't say that that it's negatively affecting uh, the fish species one way or the other but I can say that it's it's um, it places fish in different areas of the lake they're not they're not on certain spots anymore okay period so.
0: I guess I was just curious, do you think it's more the muskies moving because of the clarity of the water to another spot or are they following the fish that they want to eat?
1: Um, you know, or, I I think that since uh since that you know, there's relatively there's there's just no weed left in, yeah. in the the lake outside of Allen's Bay. So I, I, I think taking that into consideration, just fish, they're not gonna be on areas that had weeds last year three years ago, four years ago, they're not going to be in those areas. Um, There's nothing to hold those fish on spots. So what I see a lot is I see fish that are on, say, like a break line. And I'll see all of a sudden, I'll see like five or six fish on a break line that runs, you know, a, a section of a break line that's, say, 300 or 400 feet long. I'll see those fish there. And I'll tell you what, those fish move those fish will not be there an hour from now. So, if I see that, if I move a bunch of fish in a short period of time, I'll say, okay, we got to go immediately back to those fish. We can't go back to them at a prime time because those fish are going to be moving. I think they run parallel to the brake lines a lot out there. So, you'll have fish moving um, parallel to those brake lines, and the brake lines that once had weeds on those brake lines, um, there's no weeds. So, there's nothing for them to anchor them right to there, so I I think that what I've what I've seen this entire year is I see fish that move, fish that that swim a lot, um, and fish that just they don't stay put in in specific spots. So, um, one thing that I've done is I've went on longer runs, longer break line runs, and. Um, and I've just kind of covered a lot of water because uh, those those really specific spot-on-the-spot um, areas, just, they're not there anymore. So
0: Okay. Um, I
1: don't know if I answered your question or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Um, I'm assuming that we, you're, you're kind of fired up because this is generally, you know, we're just starting to delve into the time of year uh, when it gets better and better and better. I mean, when the rest of us are... In, no longer wanting to be on the water. That's when the muskies really are going strong.
1: Sure, yeah, and it's it's a great time to throw topwater water baits, um, you know, which is it's what I like to fish. I love to fish top waters, bucktails, and it's a great time to do that. Um, and shallow water bite is awesome. I love fishing shallow water, super shallow water, um, you know, and and really the only the only. Uh, time this entire year that that I struggled was. Um, I'll look at my calendar here really quick, so I could tell you some exact dates. And I could tell you kind of why I struggled out there. I struggled um, basically from August 12th to the 17th. That was uh, that was a really tough run for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did really well. Like, all we did awesome. Uh, the previous week, right up until the new moon, which was on the 11th of August. After that, it was a tough run that entire week. Um, you know, I think we lost, like, three fish, and I think we only caught one fish that entire, like, for five or six days. Um, so I was kind of beating my head against the wall. And, and there's, there's some reasons behind that. Um, it was the hottest, the hottest water test we've had all year. Uh, the lakes just got really dirty. And a lot of those fish that were shallow moved off the of structure and they were, they were in deeper water. And, and you know, so I, I resorted to some different tactics, um, um, such as jigging, casting big plastic, that sort of thing. But, uh, but, you know, getting back to your question, I think that, like, this entire year has been um, just a really, a really good year for me overall. Um, and now you're starting to see a transition, into, like, shallow water fishing, top water fishing. Um, so, and, and, I mean, everybody that I know gets really excited for, for September, you know, and, and the diehards and, and local anglers that, that go out every day and, and fish for these fish, they're excited. I mean, and they have every right to be. This is definitely, like you were saying, this is the time to be out there, and, and um, this is a time that you're going to start to see some pretty heavy fish, too, September, October.
0: If we're heading out in the fall, what do we absolutely have to have in the boat?
1: You know, I, I would say just go to destination sports and and get some big plastic. You know, I throw I throw a lot of big plastic every year. Um, and if you can't throw like really big plastic, get uh like like ponder bulldogs, get or or large medusas, get the uh, get the step down, get the Magnum bulldogs. Um, <laughs> there was uh, maybe. Oh, this this is kinda of dating me like two thousand two, two thousand and three. I started using those magnum bulldogs up here and and I mean you couldn't buy buy them anywhere. They they just were not available. I I think I bought a bunch from a sports show um down in Blaine at the time, uh Minnesota Muskie Sports Show and um, started using the Magnum Bulldogs well and they caught a lot of fish and, and they still do, so um I'd say, you know, stick with big plastic baits, and you really can't go wrong uh, for big plastic baits this fall. I don't, I don't necessarily consider September fall yet. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like I said, like shallow the shallow topwater bite's going to be on and small bucktails is kind of a staple right now. The um, fall, uh, big plastic baits, um, and then I, I do a lot of trolling as well, October and November. That's kind of my fall, and, and, you know, in some cases, November almost seems like winter because uh, you're fishing and the lake's half frozen, you're breaking ice, um, so, uh, and, that's, and that's one of my favorite times to be out there. I do break a lot of stuff on my boat and equipment, but <laughs> I, I enjoy being out there. It's, I don't make a lot of money in November, let's just say that. So,
0: so, so if we wanted to book a trip in November, there are some spots available?
1: Oh yeah yeah I have spots in, in uh, open in November um, um, for sure So the first the first two weeks after that it's, it starts to get pretty sketchy as, as far as uh, just being having the ability to get out on the lake and fish. Um, I, I've seen a lot of shore ice even the first I'd say like the eighth 10th of uh, November I've seen quite a bit of shore ice to where you can't get out so um, <clears throat> that's uh, that's one of my favorite times. All
0: right. If we want to book you, how do we get a hold of you?
1: Uh, You can go to my website, kevincochranguide.com, or um, send me uh, a text message or or give me a phone call at uh, 507-456-9023.
0: Kevin, so it's always great to have you on the show. Thank you for taking the time today.
1: Thank you so much, Jeff.
0: It's a long holiday weekend, essentially the last hurrah of summer. Enjoy it and be safe. Country. awesome Country. Country.